0: You're listening to For the Republic, a love letter to Star Wars animation. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our Bad Batch Recaps here on For the Republic, a love letter to Star Wars Animation. Andrew and Connor are back here to talk about The Outpost. And this is when the title of our show is really, like, meaningful. Because a love letter to Star Wars Animation, that's what this episode was. This was just peak Star Wars animated content, and one of the best episodes of Bad Batch I have personally seen, at least in my humble opinion. It's so weird that every time, like, we've had very little crosshair in this season. But every time we get a crosshair standalone episode, it's like...
1: The best episode of the show. I know. Yeah.
0: Solitary Clone was perfect, and then this was like, I might like it even more. And it's just crazy to think about it. You've watched it twice now. I have yet to do that. But... This was crazy. Before we get into this episode, though, uh, just to peel back the curtain a little bit. Normally, with our updated schedule, we would be recording these Bad Batch episodes on Fridays. We recorded this actually earlier this week on Wednesday. Uh, And the reason being is because I, I needed to get something taken care of. So all of a sudden, my Wednesdays freed up when my Fridays weren't. The American medical system has failed me once again, Connor. Uh, we had this discussion, but I'm not going to call people out, but tell me how I go to schedule an x-ray because my leg has really been bothering me lately. I slipped on ice and hurt myself. I think I brought it up uh, in our last Bad Batch recap, and I was like, I'm going to get it checked out. Oh, sorry. We don't have any x-ray techs working today. And I'm like, okay, like you can start one tomorrow. It's like, yeah, we have them on our whole hours of operation. Like, the why, why this one day? Why? However, one good thing came out of that because I was like, I need to just stress walk target after that whole debacle. Boom. Got my copy. If you if you're if you're just listening on audio, I got my copy of Battle Scars. I'm gonna crack into this bad boy very soon. And uh, we'll get you guys some Battle Scars content sooner rather than later as we lead into the Survivor. That we will. Because a lot of the Survivor content we're going to be doing, uh, I might not be a part of it for a while because I do not have a next-gen uh, system. So Connor over here will be handling the, the, the bulk load of that one. Uh, but Battle Scars, I'm going to try to be on for that one because – I think I'm going to plow through this real quick, but let's just take a minute to admire our boy, Crosshair, and just how much of just peak Star Wars- I can't can't wait
1: to to get to that that moment.
0: Oh my god. (laughs) I literally screamed, fuck yeah, at the top of my lungs at 4.30 in the morning.
1: I was, uh, what was I, what, what was I doing? I think I screamed, oh shit, at the top of my lungs at like 10.30 in the morning.
0: I'm shocked I didn't wake up everyone in my house because I have been waiting for that particular moment with Crosshair's character since probably end of season one, probably even before that. But like when I really thought like that was going to be like a possibility and then it finally happened and I just, so... Don, last week, you were not on this week, but Don brought up that D. Bradley Baker in interviews said that his favorite clone yes. trooper ever was introduced in this episode. So we were theorizing who that could be. We were introduced to him in this episode, that being Mayday. Favorite clone trooper ever is a stretch. Favorite clone armor ever, though, it's a oh, strong yeah. contender. I love the the bandages everywhere. It's another just just great design. Mayday himself is another just great Dilf clone to add to the collection that Bad Batch has been giving us. But man, I loved this character. I loved this character so much, and I loved the just instant connection he and Crosshair had. And the whole time this episode was going on, I was like, "All right, I can just tell." that this is going to be uh, Bad Batch Twitter's new, like, huge ship. And for good reason. Like, it's so crazy, and people have brought this up a bunch, that Crosshair's whole thing has been a dislike of the regs and and, and looking down on the regs. Mm, So for it to be a reg... That, kind that of
1: sort of sympathizes with Sympathizes
0: now. with and breaks open and kind of makes him realize how the Empire truly views him. And, like, cracks away that loyalty that he had for the Empire is perfect storytelling. Because for it to not be... Because I think we all thought, like, okay. I think they actually did it in a very interesting way. Of developing Crosshair's character and getting him to this moment because you had his brothers couldn't get to him. Then you have a familiar face in Commander Cody who also could not get through to Crosshair. So then for it to just be this reg that he meets on a mission and just shows, oh, the, the Empire's left me here for a year. All my men have died on me. We get sent out here to do this mission and, and bring back this crate for it to be just pretty much useless. And then to just see him die in this way, where it was easily preventable, really just broke broke him, and got him to this point. Uh, and yeah, no, I am so ready for where this is going. But let's just start the episode off. We get introduced to the most. I I, I, I said this last week. This man was
1: the Coley. Lan- this man's the Coley Land yeah.
0: of. Bad Batch for The me. most, like, rat-face, punchable man. I hate this man. man. I... Ugh, I could not stand this man, Lieutenant Nolan.
1: I hate him so much.
0: Like, Because we. Sh- I was like, where's this episode going? And then we see Crosshair at the beginning. I'm like, yes, he's back. And it's like, okay. And, and we go from... I didn't realize, like, f- finding someone more just instantly hateable than rampart would be possible.
1: Oh, they did it. Oh, they, they did su- it already right. They succeeded in yeah. spades. Yeah. <laughs> they sure Not re- unrelated to this. How far are you? What was the last thing that you remember in your read through for The Fallen Star?
0: Coley Lynn In terms of his character, the last thing I remember is I think he's working with the Nile at this point. Okay. okay. Yeah. So we're getting, I think we're getting close to that moment, but, but some shit has started to go down, but not fully. Uh, have any Jedi
1: I, died yet?
0: The one guy, um, I think he was new for that book. Oh, Reginald, Reginald Cole. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. He died. Okay. 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 I okay. think he, he might've just died like a chapter or two ago. Okay. And then some shit's going on with Orla, but, but she hasn't yet. Uh, Yet being the keyword. Um, moving on for people that don't want uh, a phase ago High Republic spoilers, but man, this guy just sucked. Like I hate him. I hated him.
1: Sucks. Like, and he just he really illustrate. He really like symbolizes the point of like the Empire's attitude toward clones.
0: Mm-hmm. And like so we really just, see that. As like the thesis racist.
1: per se in the ep- in this singular episode, or it's like he's they're being called used they're being called used equipment. Clones are getting kicked out of the service and being just sent elsewhere. And they're like, "What do we do?" And the empire is just kind of like, "I don't know, fuck off." Um,
0: and then we. Yeah, so, I like liked, I like that opening scene where we have that group of clones. And you have uh, Shelby Young's character, Captain Bragg, like, oh, thank you for your service. Uh, and yeah, here, Here's to your retirement. Yeah, you More like forced retirement. And it's just like, I, I just love that little tidbit there that we're seeing that we open and we see a bunch of TK troopers. And then we get to further and further of getting these clones phased out. And it, it, what they're doing is just really working for me. Everything that they've done uh i I, i'm loving the way that they're raising out the clones and like you said same to have lieutenant nolan represent the the just clear like he's saying the stuff that they're like trying to keep on the excuse me he's saying the stuff that they're trying to keep on the hush hush for the most part like you clone like just going full-on racist with it all like He's not, like ca- he's not he's not casually people.
1: racist like Anakin Skywalker. No, this man is no. just like
0: he's like Chairman Cho like in Trespass. Like yeah, racist towards the Talls. Like that's how he is with the clones. And it didn't help that we had the snowy planet too. I'm like, are we? Is this Order Plutonia? And it wasn't. But like, I was like, we just had this. Like, are they going to be going up against the Talls? Because we just had Senator Chuchi. But I guess they didn't want to reuse those models. Um... But no, he, like, everything about his character just made him just so, just instantly dislikable. And it was all leading towards that moment at the end. And I'm so glad they, they did it, because I didn't think they were going to. And oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. They're like, how do we instantly create the most hateable character ever? We literally just just doing things you're not supposed to do as a military leader just letting his men die because he, oh, he doesn't care you're used equipment the empire like you served your purpose and we're not going to do anything to help you out like you're just you're done you're done yeah. we need to focus on our tk troopers now but we get to the outpost snowy planet it's the same old, same old, like, we got to stop insurgents in the area. I, like, the same thing I feel like they have they brought up repeatedly is just you always got to have this threat. Because uh, there's always just a threat to the Empire. And it's, oh, we got to take out this insurgent group somewhere. We get introduced to Mayday. And at this point, I point, first of all, I love how they introduced him. Because they show him immediately. And I'm like, okay, this has to be a new clone that D. Bradley Baker was talking about. And we get his armor, which looks so cool. Oh, yeah. Again, the bandage look and everything. I especially love when he puts his helmet on and just the effect they added to it to where it just sounds, like, damaged and used up a little bit. I just thought it was great sound design there, great vocal performance here from D. Bradley Baker. And you immediately get the sense, like, okay, this guy is completely disillusioned. Uh, there was a great line where Crosshair was like, you don't. You don't know it's in the crates, and he's like, "Apparently, it's above a clone's pay grade." Yeah, like because they have no idea what they're guarding. But all he knows is that all of his men have been lost except for two. We see the really great shot of like the line of helmets of like his fallen men, and then after the first raid on the outpost that we see in the episode, those other men die as well. Yeah, and just so uh, just see that he's the only one left. And it reminds
1: me. Those two, that like, those line of clone trooper helmets reminds me of that like clone trooper memorial on Zeffo right before like the crash venator. It just came to me, so.
0: Yeah. yeah, It's
1: just like, it's so like desolate, not desolate's the right word, but like lonely. It felt very like this dude's been through some stuff, but like, you know. The thing I really liked about Mayday is he was like sort of the complete opposite of he served as like a complete mirror for from Lieutenant Nolan. Again, I love how Star Wars can like come up with the most wackiest names. And then just you have guys named Nolan. Nolan, Luke. Uh, yeah and like but like I really enjoyed how um, Mayday was like the complete opposite of Nolan in that case where it's like he cares for the clones he cares for them like, like like their brothers he's very you know he's seen war he's pretty much commanded missions um and there's just sort
0: of like this like there's a great line there's a humanity he says to Nolan, to him. he's like how many missions have you have you commanded commanded yep. and he just silently yeah, i thought so i'm like oh <laughs> yeah yeah they, i i 100% agree like it reminded. I think they did an even better job at the, the the thing that they did in Solitary Clone, where you had the regional governor introduced, where he was just again, the most punchable fucking guy, that could have existed, mm-hmm. and when he, uh, at, at that point, Crosshair had still been, uh, just full on loyal, and was the one that pulled the trigger on Tawny Ames in that episode where Cody was just realizing everything oh, that had uh, that's a good gone point. on and caused him to dip on out of there.
1: That's a so really good parallel
0: guy, to have it be a clone that he's never encountered before. To just get through it and just see the treatment that the empire has, has given them. And just immediately you could tell that like, Something about this was different compared to all the other interactions we've had with Crosshair so far, because I at least found it pretty noteworthy that when Mayday gave Crosshair his name, that Crosshair responded with Crosshair, because I thought he was gonna at this point he'd be like CT nine nine zero four or like whatever like he would have said, yeah. Uh, but for him to like use his his clone name, be like okay. I feel a bit more comfortable here. I feel like I'm sort of back. And then we get to see him like just, just rag on Nolan, just like, Oh, how do you get stuck here? It's like, I oh, just lucky, I guess. And just the little things like that of just seeing him open up a bit more and just the little cracks I really enjoyed uh, of, of, of Crosshair's character. But then, the, the outpost gets raided again. Uh, the rest of Mayday's men are killed. And uh, the fucking lieutenant. Sends them out. To recover these two crates. Because that's all he cares about. And he's like my men are dead. We need all of your forces to help out here. And he straight up says. "No, nope, It's got to be the two of you. Because you, you cost us. I'm not going to waste the Empire's valuable resources. On this. And again just. Further, just like, I hate this man. I don't know how many times I'm going to say this episode. I can't stand him.
1: I get it. Because it's like, he's just dehumanizing. He's like, the Empire. May I almost called him Mayfield. Mayday. (laughs) Mayday represents humanity. Nolan represents not humanity. Mm -hmm. Like, I I fucking hate that guy.
0: He's awful. He's just the worst. Fuck Nolan. All my homies hate Lieutenant Nolan. They hate him. This man, he's just... Can't stand him. Fucking Lieutenant Nolan. He needs to go away. He needs to just...
1: (sighs) Oh, we'll get to that.
0: We'll get to that. Oh, we will. But then we get to this, and again, you can just tell that, like, these Crosshair episodes, like they feel darker than everything else. And I'm not advocating that all the episodes should just be what we're seeing with Crosshair, because I don't know if that would be sustainable, but to have a couple every season, I think is a great move, uh, especially for this season where they're all more and more separated. But again, hats off to Kevin Kiner's score in this episode. Unbelievable job, just like with Solitary Clone. Everything sounds different, more somber, more dark, more brooding. And I loved it. Then um, I also loved how Crosshair was when he was looking for the Raiders. First of all, when that explosion happened and he like has to take his helmet off and he's got the headache, but he still makes the shot. I'm like, boom, there you go. That's Wait, my did he get Irish the
1: guy? Thing. I thought he missed.
0: I think he got him, but it didn't kill him because there was that trouble uh, of blood uh, okay. as I was okay. breaking up. Okay. That like... I don't think you'd see that in any other episodes of the batch, but to have like the trail of blood, like in the snow and that's where they found the location. And then they eventually found the guy dead in the cave because the rest of his men had abandoned him. And then that led to uh, the line. It's like, Oh, like why would you just abandon your man like that? And Crosser's like dead weight. And then made his remind me not to die on your watch, which uh, foreshadowing maybe um probably again great scene great scene there and, and then again, we get the pressure mine scene oh my god i loved that scene it was mo- it was phenomenal loved that scene literally just like th- took up like three minutes and i did not care because it was so good and there was just the pressure of like yeah if he takes his foot off this mine, he's dead like the rip crosshair like you-, you die in the middle of your own episode but for him to for mayday to like disable it, in the way that he did, just with like tools he had lying around, and it still had that like, like suspense to it.
1: Yeah, I mean there was that whole conversation that they had about like, um, how, like some clones. It's really specific. Like nothing's really specifically mentioned, but like how clones have had to adjust after the war. Yeah, the fact that when. Um, Mayday asks Crosshair what his unit was and he says Clone Force 99 and then... They're gone. You know, yeah, and then they're gone. It's like, damn. It's like in his mind, they are. Like, uh-huh. yeah. Like, he knows they're not dead, but like, they're gone. Like, in They're terms gone,
0: of yep.
1: Where he's at emotionally. Yep. I just really like that conversation that Mayday and Crosshair had. and oh, the, I loved like, it. The pressure mind, not go off. Dude, I was... Fucking I was tense when yeah, he was slowly just, taking the foot off.
0: I was like, oh, please don't mess up, please don't mess up, please don't mess up. Because there was a point in this episode where I thought he was just gone, which we will get to. But uh, cuz because th- those 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 people working on this show, they they like to play with your emotions. The tweets that they're like, Oh, you asked for this episode but at what cost it's like, are you sure you're ready for this? I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Jennifer? No,
1: don't like, do this.
0: Jennifer, stop it. And she wrote this episode. So yeah, shout just, out to her. Just, just shout out to her, but stop playing with my emotions. So I was like, is Crosshair going to die right here? And then he, he got out of there, but it was a really tense scene. And, and again, I, I, I loved it. And just those little small somber moments, worked so well in this episode and really just built up the the budding trust and camaraderie that Mayday and Crosshair were, were building up. And it was really like the first time, like, yes, he knew Cody, but it was still like they worked together well in that mission. But it was still like Crosshair was so blinded by his loyalty to the Empire that he didn't really see the bigger picture. And he was kind of brushing off the things that Cody was talking to him about. Uh, But what was one of the things Cody said to him at the end of that episode? It's like, we make our own choices and we have to live with them. That's what makes makes us different than droids. And uh, that definitely rings true for Crosshair in this episode 150%. Uh, As we will get to later. But once they they get through the cave, they get rid of everyone. They take out the raiders. And then they find the cargo. And they open it up. And it's freaking TK Trooper armor. All that for armor. For armor. That's not even theirs. It's not even for them. It's the shiny new toys that the Empire is replacing them with.
1: It, it's, just, it's just, again, it really is to where the umpires at in terms of their attitude with the clones, um, and I just, I always, and I get the sense that like this was always going to be the case, even without, even if the bill was like delayed by like a few months mm-hmm. or whatever, like this was always still going to be the case. It was just a matter of time, almost. Um, and
0: this was the first episode since then. Where it was really like on display that they're on True. their way out because last week it was still all phone commandos. There was no real TK troopers. So with this one, it was full on your old news, your damaged goods onto okay. these new guys. Yep. yep. And it was all pretty much TK's at the end of the episode with crosshair being the solitary clone if you will Um, uh um but they get through this they find the armor but then the drama ramps up and an avalanche starts and i thought okay they're gonna outrun it but they don't and then this is when the episode really goes from like this is fucking great to what am i like this is like Show-changing level good. It gave me, like, I I think the easy comparison here, but I think it's definitely the most, like, apt comparison, is the episode of Rebels when Zeb Zeb and Callus get stuck together.
1: The Honorable Ones! Yes. Yes! Dude, I'm not even kidding you. I couldn't think of the episode name until, like, right this moment. But like when they're like huddled together in the snow, my mind went exactly to the honorable ones. Exactly to it.
0: That's how uh, that's how you start redemption arcs in Star Wars animations is you get trapped with someone in the snow. <laughs> happened with Callus and it's happening with Crosshair. Uh, but everything from this point, Crosshair gets out of the, uh, the snow pile. And he's like, where's Mayday? Where's Mayday? He sees him in the distance and he starts burying him. And then everything from here, you just see the just just fear and, and just like how scared he is on his face and in his emotions, which is just so like out of character for Crosshair. Even yeah, he- before his turn, we never saw this. Like we knew he cared about his brothers, but he was always just the stoic, sarcastic one. Uh, this was different. And he's like, you just see the difference between his dead weight comment earlier in the episode, like literally probably like five to six minutes beforehand, now to this, where he's just desperately trying to find his fallen friend in the snow. He eventually finds him. He's like, I'm not going to make it. And I thought, okay, he's just going to leave him. But no, he car- he carries his ass through the snow and just those shots alone of him just dragging him through the snow the whole time. And then, like you said, them huddling together during the blizzard to just, like, keep warm. Oh, my God. It got me. Yeah. I, like, it was just such a great sequence of them just braving the storm and just trying to get through that together. And it's literally just, like, Crosser's hurt, too. But he's just dragging his friend's like dying body through this snowstorm just so he can get him some help. And it just, it got me, man. Like I was not expecting this. And I just, everything that D Bradley Baker said, I'm like, it's he, what he does for Crosshair's story is just unparalleled. And uh, as the, uh, the, the figure guy on the panel right now, I'm just saying, like, I need something for Mayday's armor. Like you can't, you can't introduce that to me and then just not give me anything in return. Because that, the bandage armor, that's like, it's so cool. <laughs> and I, I just, I, I, I'm so mad that it was just for this one episode because that is a all timer design right there. Uh, and it's just great. And I, I need it now. Uh, but again, the fact that his name is Mayday and he doesn't make it out of the episode, I. I see what you're doing Star Wars and I'm not a fan and I'm going to need you to stop with the pain. Just, just for once in my life, just stop, man. It's just, it's. Ugh. Yeah. It like, what did, what did you think of this whole snowstorm scene? Cause I just, I can't get over how good it was. It was
1: phenomenal. It
0: was, it
1: was. Yeah. It was phenomenal.
0: Yep. It's all like literally all you need to say there. Uh, and then we get to the last portion of the episode, which is just, again, it's like, how, how can you keep topping what we've had so far? And then went for it. Because this was like pure, like, the emotions in this scene when they get back to the base is unlike anything that I've seen in such a long time with this show and and this show has gone on and had some great episodes this season solitary clone incredible you had uh the 2 part of clone conspiracy and truth and consequences was incredible metamorphosis last week was incredible and then this one just again having it be only one character we know and then the other character we were just introduced to but just immediately became attached to they get back to the base and you see all the the troopers looking at them and then Nolan just all right get back to work get back to work don't worry about them you see oh about time you got back here i'm just like i'm going to just i'm going to commit violent acts bro just just, i hate him so much uh and, and then crosser's like we need a medic we need a medic He's like, no, he lived his purpose. He just, no. Why would I do, Why would I waste the Empire's valuable resources, resources yeah. on this man? And he said, did you, it, again, I think this might be my favorite line in the episode, was crosser like, did you hear what I just said? Like, he needs a medic, he needs help. He's like, no. And then he has to watch his friend. And just the way D. Bradley Baker voice this scene just the the just the cracks and the breaks in his voice as he's going through this this moment with his his friend that's dying right in front of him he knows that if he got help he would probably at least have a chance of being okay but because nolan's like nope i'm not gonna No, why would i give this guy a medic and he just watches him die and just the just him, just sitting over his friend's fallen body, tear-jerking stuff, and then we have Nolan's just again. Like, how do you make this fucker even worse? It's like he lived his purpose. As as will you clone? It's like now get back to work, or you might end up the way he is sooner rather than later. And I'm like, are you? I'm going to just if Crosshair didn't do what he was going to do, it's like, uh, I, I'm I would have do it done myself, it myself. Man. I'm yeah. doing it myself, man. I don't fucking care. So I was like, he starts walking away and I'm like, okay, like, it's like, he's just gonna, he's, he he's at this moment, it's going to be like, okay, this is when he might realize that like, we don't, the umpire doesn't see me is what I thought they did. I'm expendable. I think they even, you, I think no one even says that straight up like you're all expendable just like what we know but just says it he says the quiet part out loud yep. uh if you will uh nick fuentes style uh uh jesus that was Christ. awful i'm so sorry but i mean if if you want to talk about punchable faces and just just instantly hateable people that's a pretty great comparison if you say so yep but so i'm like okay he's just gonna you're gonna see like the anger in his eyes and you're gonna see him just like silently walk away but you know like this is this is gonna be like one of the moments like with callus where he's like he realizes he's on the wrong side the bad bitch said nope hold my beer and we just hear A lieutenant turns around boom amazing and I'll, I've never been more excited in my life. I've never I been happier. Been, I Actually, been no. Waiting.
1: That's false. I have been happier. I will not say for what.
0: Fallen star? But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, baby. Yeah. Guys, I have been the Crosshair Redemption arc guy since season one ended. I've been like, I'm, I'm like, I need, I need this. I need this. I need this. Let's fucking go. He just, boom. Oh my God. And just immediately the troopers surround him and he just passes right out there. Oh. I thought he died, man. I thought I didn't that was think it. he was dead, but like, I just,
1: I was so happy when, when he just whacked Nolan. That mm-hmm. was amazing.
0: And people brought up, and I noticed this for the first time, too, uh, when I watched it. Because he looked up, and the whole episode, they were making a point about those, like, vultures. The vultures. Yeah. And when he looks up at the end. I noticed that on my second my I'm like, not only is it, like, maybe a, a symbol of rebirth, but also he looks at that, and in my mind, he sees the Marauder. And he sees his brothers out there. And he's like, this is where I need to be. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. But then this episode just has to twist the knife a little bit at the end. Because it's like, okay, Crosshair shoots the commander. Or the lieutenant. And it's like, okay, let's fucking go. So then we cut back and he wakes up and he's in Mount Tantus. And I'm like, God, 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 damn it. No, what are you doing to my boy? Don't do this. And the doctor just injects him with something. It's like, oh, if you want to survive, you need to stay calm and cooperate. What are they doing to him? I'm worried that they're going to turn him into one of the the clones that we saw in episode seven, the assassin one that went after Slick not. and was going after Sender Chuchi. I really hope not to. I hope they're just keeping him in prison there. And then they break him out in the finale. Because Omega's probably going to get kidnapped as well. And that would be a great moment to have them back together again. Someone also, I saw theorized that they're worried that the Empire is going to take his sight away from him. And we go full Canaan with crosshair next season. I know how that feels. <laughs> yeah. You'll have a you'll have a little uh buddy there uh yep. to go along with you but again I, I love how they're they're continuously building up tantus as like the big threat and the the because last week we had it be reintroduced we had hemlock introduced as like our new main villain And we have tantus like we they know about clone force 99 again they know about omega they need to get to omega to like solve this cloning thing that that they're uh building up here in the last couple episodes with the zillow beast and everything and palpatine's ultimate uh cloning plans with the empire now that we have crosshair on mount tantus and then they need to get omega as well it's I'm looking forward to the uh, the storm of Mount Tantus to end off season two because, again, these last couple episodes have been great. And I I have been on these recaps, as you know, like weeks that I have loved the show, I just straight up say, like, this is why I fell in love with the show in the first place because it just hits when it is so good. And then there's other weeks where they were just stalling and I'm just like, I get what they're doing, but I just wish they could have done something else and they could have focused on the Empire stuff. So then when you, like, again, these crosshair standalone episodes, I think are tremendous. And I am so excited. And, again, it's it, it's weird that we had such a huge tipping point in the Batch's narrative last week. And normally I would be upset if it's like, okay, they're just not going to be in the episode next week at all. But I didn't care because this week's was so good and it was so similarly just like monumental for character development and like where the show is going. So no complaints here. One thing, and one thing alone. Um, I haven't seen this been thrown out, but I'm sure that there's someone out there that is saying it. If anyone out there refers to this episode as filler. We need to have a conversation because I again I just don't think you know what filler means at this point. Like it's just not it. The the, this is not what filler is, man. Like at all. Let's say, oh, where's the batch? It's like crosshair. Literally, his entire character has changed now. Uh, and, And and if you don't like like the deep character focused episodes, that's your thing, man. Like you're allowed to like what you don't like, but like these more somber episodes where we focus on just a few select characters. I love them. Like we said, very much honorable ones from Rebels Season 2 in my mind. Uh, and they just really, they like doing those, let's put two, two, two people that we don't think are that similar in the snow together, but then they they come out of it as changed people. Unfortunately, uh, this time around, only one of them got to get out of there alive, but we don't even know what they're going to do to him. So rest in peace, Mayday. Uh, If if you you were in the Clone Wars, you would have probably been one of my favorites. But, of course, they got – this show has now – done twice now they've introduced clones that are immediately some of my favorite clones ever and then just – we, we, we stopped seeing them. Hauser and now Mayday. But at least they didn't kill Hauser, at least to my knowledge. Uh, they better be bringing him back, though, soon. My my one question to you, because uh, we have two, th- four episodes left in the season. Circling back to the last Crosshair episode, do you think we're seeing Cody again this season, or are they going to stretch it out?
1: Probably. Also, Wait. Who was the clone that Rampart killed?
0: Oh, Wilco. Wilco. Okay. I was like,
1: I thought that was Hauser for some
0: reason. No, no, no. He killed Wilco when he was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to lie for you on your mission report. That's right. I remember that.
1: I just didn't remember who it was.
0: Hauser was the one in the Ryloth episodes last year with the... Yeah, I remember
1: hair. I remember them. Yeah, I remember Hauser. How could you not? But like I just And then mixed up the two of my Slip
0: I think I said Slick earlier. Slick was the the one from the hidden enemy. Yeah. Slip was the one that was killed by the assassin clone, which is mm-hmm. what I'm worried that they're going to have.
1: Yeah. But to answer answer, answer to answer your question about Cody appearing again in this season, I don't know. We'll I mean, see what I don't happens.
0: Know. We'll see. I'm assuming that we'll be back with Rex and Echo next week and the rest of Clone Force 99 uh, because of how last week ended. But, again, I'm really liking where the show is going right now. This was peak, and I, I, I tweeted this earlier, but uh, I had, was really worried when th- what we have right now with Mando and Bad Batch going at the same time started. Uh, that we were gonna have one show overshadow the other, mainly Mando overshadowing Bad Batch. Because while yes, I am most of my a lot of my hype is going towards the Mandalorian. Like I do love the Bad Batch, and I I I, I like when each show gets their own time to shine, which is why I was like, okay, just have them air on separate days if they're gonna air at the same time. That being said, though, ever since they started doing this it's just been banger after banger for both shows back to back and it's been a great thing to just wednesday morning tuesday night just watch them back to back if they're going to keep having episodes like this i'm not going to complain like i might complain when it comes to us finding the time to record two recaps in like a three-day stretch but if we're going to keep getting content like this like when we do our mando recap tomorrow like Oh my God. Uh, but then this was another one. It's like, I don't even know which one I like more because it was just so damn good. Yep. Uh, but I, I, will, I will make that decision, uh, when we do our Mando recap tomorrow, which you probably have already seen, uh, if you're watching this now, cause that's probably coming out before this. Uh, but yeah, no, this was just one of the best episodes of the batch, uh, ever. Probably definitely of yep. this season. Uh, yep. Again, every time they do a crosshair-centric episode, they just they they bring their A-game, and I am I'm just rest in peace, Mayday, uh, Whatever the opposite of resting in peace is for uh, Lieutenant Nolan, because you are just instantly like you're up there with some of my like my like most hated Clone Wars characters. Like you're up there with God. Who do I who do I not like? Just Everyone, just Pong all Krell. of my like, Pong Krell, you're up there with. You're up there with like the early season one people. I can't stand. A lot, Dodd, you're up there with like all those fuckers. Just rotten hell, Lieutenant Lowen, for for the rest of your life. You you fucking suck. And I've never streamed harder at a bald clone with a hot voice shooting a man down in cold blood. uh But you fucking deserved it. So. There we go. I'm gonna. I literally have rewatched that scene, I think, three times already, and I'm probably gonna rewatch it again after we're done <laughs> with this recording. Um, but yeah, thank you for joining us for our recap of The Outpost. Uh, this was fun. We a little, uh, different uh, time recording it this week, but it's okay. You're all seeing it at the same time, anyways. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, next week, we of course will be back with more Bad Batch and Mandalorian. Coverage, as well as uh, maybe some other stuff soon, we'll see. Our schedule is literally like we'll plan stuff out, and then we'll be like, wait, hold on a second. And then, like, it'll end up coming out eventually. But we have stuff planned. Uh, as for where we can find you, uh, Connor, how about you get things started?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at DepaBanana, Instagram, conmenjfo. Uh, I co-host not only here, but over at the Nerd Academy podcast with Jared, who you can find at DarkJedi2552 on Twitter. And you can find the Nerd Academy podcast on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us there. Um, I write questions, Uh, Star Wars trivia questions. And co-host over at Star Wars in a Galaxy Epic Confrontations. Uh, you can find our past matches over at the Star Wars in a Galaxy podcast YouTube channel, and you can follow along for updates on our Twitter at Star Wars at SW in a galaxy. Um, and then sweditorig.com slash fiction, where over there I work with a wonderful group of people to create a connected universe of Star Wars fan stories. Where we keep to the canon. While we'll also adding our own little spin to it. I don't have any stories published yet. There are about 19 stories published. As of now. I have a few stories in the works. One of which I can't talk about. I think comes out this month. I think comes out next month. I don't really know. At this point. Uh, it's called A Knight's Welcome. It is set... Actually, I don't know when it's set because I'm going through battle scars right now and I'm 99% sure the timeline of a few of my stories is going to be set after this book. But in the meantime, I will give you the short synopsis. A fateful encounter with a mysterious being leads Cal Kestis to discover secrets of the force he once thought impossible. So look forward to that if you want. Look
0: forward to that, definitely. Uh, as for myself, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Starlight Andrew. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at For the Repub Pod and on Instagram and TikTok at For the Republic Pod. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, For the Republic Podcast. We are closing in on our 50 subs mark, which is halfway to our goal, so we can start doing more live content. Also, again, Battle Scars, as Connor mentioned, I'm going to start reading this bad boy this week, probably tonight. But who knows? Uh, and we will do a book club episode on Battle Scars very soon with maybe some other uh, Fallen Order Survivor super fans, but who knows? We'll have to literally work that out and plan that as we go. We haven't discussed it at all. We just know we're doing an episode on it. Uh, and then our main show, our Clone Wars rewatch, who was supposed to come back yeah. this week, and I forgot my birthday Wish- was on Monday. So yeah, I did not the Rylon episode, but good because I still haven't
1: finished the arc yet. Yeah,
0: I gotta rewatch it. It's been like a month since I watched them. so we will hopefully next week. Our main show is that. basically
1: on hiatus at this point. Yeah,
0: it's it's on it's on hold until we figure out how the fuck we're gonna get this recorded. But it's coming soon. Hopefully next week. Maybe not. I'll keep saying it until it happens, and then uh, Mando recaps on Thursday. Bad Batch recap. Sorry, Friday. It's recorded on Thursday. Mando recaps on Fridays. Bad Batch recaps on Saturdays. We'll see you back here next week for both of those. Uh, And until next time, we'll see you all later. And may the force be with you always.